Hi, this is Bachelor Clues from Game of Roses, of course, and I want to talk about Club Med. Everybody knows Club Med has been the pioneer of the all-inclusive resort since 1950 with almost 70 resorts worldwide, ranging from beachside destinations in the Caribbean and Mexico to exotic locations like the Maldives and Morocco, or even the mountain destinations like Japan and the European Alps. Dine on delicious gourmet cuisine, enjoy more than 20 activities, and make memories with your family. For more information, visit clubmed.us or call 1-800-CLUB-MED or your travel advisor. Sometimes golf is a pain in the butt. You hit your ball in the trees and then you live out the butt. But if you've got a little time, then come and spend it with us. Hello, 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 and welcome down to the Rough Cup Golf Podcast on a seminal day for the Ryder Cup. Both teams have been fully announced, and boy, oh boy, have, in my opinion, Team Europe made a absolutely whopping six foot seven mistake. But mind you saying that, I think the US also has made a massive mistake as well. So we'll get into all of that, our projections for Rome in the biggest event in golf. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us. My name is Peter Finch. I'm over here if you're watching this. Um, we've got David Barwise to our left, a now regular contributor contributor to the Rough Cut Golf Podcast, Jacob Broadbridge and Kira Mulhall, who I am now announcing everyone's full names for no apparent yeah. reason. Did people know our surnames before? Probably not. I'm not sure. I've just run straight off the golf course, so I'm a bit, um, a little bit. It's okay. I don't, I don't think. Edge. I don't think people can do too much with that information for now, anyway. Okay, that's good. Is my mic coming across okay? I think yeah. these headphones might be a bit broken. No, no, I can hear. You. I sound like a Dalek in my ears. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, but really? that's fine. That's fine. I can get over that. Yeah, no. No, that's just how you sound, Pete. Okay. Yeah, that's why. Okay, great. Thank you. I was actually the inspiration. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a big. That's what you did before. A big, large, blocky robot. Were you, have you been there throughout all the Doctor Who's? Have you you seen it trans transition into what is it? Uh, what they, what's they called? Um, uh, what do they uh, regenerate? Regenerate, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm actually the base model of all Doctor Who's. No, really? Yeah, I'm, I'm based. <laughs> I'm based. <laughs> I'm based on what I don't know. Who knows? Right. Um, so that's a nice little segue to begin. Yeah, right with. up straight in. <laughs> we're in um, we're in Scotland right now, which is probably why we're a little bit on edge as well because the air is very thin up here the wonderful links of dundonald and i have to say this might be the nicest ever day scotland mm. has ever experienced <laughs> 24 <laughs> degrees perfect sunshine no wind temperature wise absolutely pristine mm. it's been spectacular today yeah we, we're up here for the week and i don't think we could have picked a better week really looking at what's coming up and the uh the temperatures for the rest of the week is going to be it's going to be good there isn't a better week so no, this, this week it. mark it down in your memories boys <laughs> there will never be a better week once tell the grandkids is it? this week <laughs> it's all downhill from here honestly we can walk down the streets of glasgow in about 10 years and say you remember the first five days of september in 2023 <laughs> And people will look at you in awed silence saying, oh, my God, were you there? I was like, yeah, we were there. How bad is it that we've had to wait until the first week of September to actually say that we've had a genuinely good yeah. week of weather? This is summer. Yeah. Like, this is our summer. So, something's going wrong, I reckon. 
in Honestly. the universe. No, it's like global warming. Mate. Yeah, you got to watch out. Did they even predict this? I'm pretty sure, like, you know how they're saying like we've had a heat wave coming, heat wave coming, and it just never came. No, no, no. That was you. That was it. Me was it? <laughs> <This Yeah>. uh, <laughs> for, for context, Kieran has promised me a heat wave. I think since January. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. You, you, you called it. You just called it for every week of the yeah, year. Exactly, so yeah, you know, yeah. you, you were not wrong. No, no. Kieran has been absolutely right. There has been a heat wave mm. in the rest of Europe. It has just stopped at the borders of France yeah. and like yeah. refused to come over the channel. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's been a bit of a. Well, it's been a bit of a soggy summer. You're our southern correspondent. So has it has it been better down there? Because oh, it's I, been it's been very nice. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, it's maybe it's just good. not got as far up as Manchester. Yeah. It just stops at like. Oh, actually, no. It's always nice. It's always nice. Yeah. Come on. It doesn't rain in Dorset. It's does always it? sunny never. in Dorset. It, it, it never were, rains the spin off. You were in Dorset this morning as well, weren't you? Uh, no, no, Bristol and Bristol. All oh, right, okay. Close, but yeah, close. Well, maybe the weather and the um, extreme heats that we are now experiencing in the UK is potentially what is to blame for Luke Donald's picks today because we sat and watched them whilst you were hitting <laughs> some balls on the range. And the sun might have got to him because there's a man that's missing who I think that you're in particularly <laughs> not very happy about. I, I like how you are trying to suggest that global warming has had <laughs> some kind of say in the picks of European captain Lou Donald. Look, who's to say that it hasn't? That's all I'm saying. Well, you know what? You might be right. Yep. You might be wrong. When he was doing his picks with Nick Doherty, I didn't see any glasses of water on the table. I don't know how how hydrated yeah. he was. By the way, I... I don't remember two years ago. That's a long time in my mind. Yeah. Were the picks for the last Ryder Cup done in this manner? I, I think it I think they were, yes. But I think the ones before that were done at Wentworth. Right. So to to put everyone in, in context of what's happened today, uh Lou Donald has made his picks for the Ryder Cup. So there were six automatic qualifiers and he had six wild card picks. Uh, Team USA has already been fully selected, so now we know the full lineups. But the selection was done through Sky Sports. Nick Doty had Luke Donald um, in the studio with him. Now, <laughs> with a live studio audience. Now, <laughs> now, I fully presume, and I would hate to be wrong about this, that Luke Donald would have already spoken to everybody oh, yeah. who's made the team. Yeah, Like, he didn't just have like 10 open zoom windows and there's <laughs> there's basically four players who didn't get selected that'd at the call. Very, uh, adrian can you uh, turn your uh, camera off please how brutal <laughs> that'd that'd be so brutal like i don't think it looks that kind of guy so no. i'm pretty sure that wasn't the case no they i think they said uh in a couple of interviews because as they announced every pick and they came up and they did have a chat as you say on zoom they uh, a couple of them said like oh, when luke rang me yesterday so they'd right, obviously okay. it'd obviously been planned so Basically, the automatic qualifiers for the European team to go to Rome were McElroy, Hovland, Hatton, Rahm, Fitz, uh, Matt Fitzpatrick, and Rob McIntyre. Um, already selected for the US is Brian Harmon, Scotty Scheffler, uh, Clark, Homer, Cantley, Chauflet, Kepka, Thomas, Spieth, Fowler, Morikawa, and Burns. Mm -hmm. Now, the six picks yep. for Europe. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw it out there and say. I'm not massively happy. Okay. I think there have been maybe a couple of oversights and potentially a little bit of unfairness going on. Now, th this was... I just want to make sure everyone is clear on this. 
this was always going to happen. Mm. The fact is that like when you get wild card picks, there are always number of names that are up for selection, and someone's got to miss out. Like yeah. this is like literally, there are kids lined up in the playground. <laughs> the captain is picking. There's going to be some disappointed children there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that is hundred percent obvious to yeah, say, and, every, and everyone's going to have a different opinion. Um, what were our thoughts on? So the, let's let's go the first few picks. So. I think these were ones that we all agreed were going to happen. So yeah. Tommy Fleetwood, Justin Rose, and Shane Lowry. Yeah, those. It, I think you can kind of draw a line, may, maybe through four of the names, maybe half and half. Where, as you say, expected. Tommy was the first announced. That was kind of they just knew they were going to get that one out of the way because that was always going to happen. He only fell out of the automatics because Fitz played well in in Switzerland. Then Rose, it feels almost was a given because. When you look down that team now, even though it's very exciting and for the sake of Europe going into the future, very youthful, that's a side that you know you could take into the next, I don't know, two or three Ryder Cups, really. Rose is the only guy <laughs> over 40 who's managed to like withhold onto a position after you've lo- you lose that kind of old guard of Poulter and McDowell and Westwood and Stenson, these guys that obviously with the live golf move, whether you agree or not, that they weren't going to be in for selection. They were out. Yeah. Well, they were out. They, yeah, they, 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 were, never, not, they were never going yeah, in. Yeah, I think that was one of the reasons they moved. Obviously, Stenson, like, he, he would have been captain of this Ryder Cup yeah, if he had have made his move. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I've, I've thrown Lowry into the three of Tommy Rose. Um, yeah, Tommy and Rose of the, the guys that I think were guaranteed. Now, from what I've seen in regards to um, backlash from the picks, and it'll be interesting to think what you guys think, that actually Lowry, bus, beside... Moronk and stuff, objection, which we'll get into, is the one that actually people maybe thought was a bit of a shock just because of how he's been playing recently. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't I don't actually disagree with that. I think with Lowry, he's obviously not been... He's not been playing terribly, but he's not been playing amazingly. But he is someone who, potentially because of how he performed in the last Ryder Cup, mm. actually raised his... Um, kind of profile in the Ryder Cup quite a lot that year. Yeah. yeah. Um and I think with any Ryder Cup teams always better with an Irishman in there. Um <laughs> like it's a just talismanic like talismanic Irishman. Yeah, it's like it's, it's automatic and he's the kind of character you'd expect to to raise his game. But there is an argument that, you know, there's a lot of players who go into Ryder Cups and you say, oh, I'd expect them to raise their game when they mm-hmm. don't. So there's no guarantee that he will be able to do that. So, yeah, I don't think, even though a lot of people almost considered an automatic, I don't think it was quite as simple as that. But I'm I'm happy to personally see him there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I think so. Um, It was was one that, to me, as I say, was was kind of a guaranteed, not even penciled in, probably wrote, wrote in with pen probably about three or four weeks ago, along with along with Tommy and Rose. I thought Rose was a bit of a bit of a wild one. Obviously, he had a great start to the year, and obviously won at won at Pebble. But like, I don't know the last sort of he has gone off the boil quite a bit. Yeah, the last couple of weeks. David, <laughs> you are looking pensive as hell over that. Have you got any Justin Rose stats or Justin Rose facts and figures that you can turn around and say, actually, Kieran, the reason that Justin Rose deserved to be there is because this, 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 this. You would have thought so, wouldn't you? Oh, my God. He, <laughs> he doesn't deserve to be there. 
<laughs> if we but give you five minutes of search, could you find something as we kill time? And I could literally tell you his record. Oh, well, there you go. He's won, what's that, over 60% of his points. He's won 13, lost eight, and drawn two. And actually, based on the sheer amount of Ryder Cup matches that he's played and the fact that he keeps battling into those positions and some of the iconic moments that he's had, you know, the chip-ins, the, the shot from around the trees... He, he probably has more experience in like the heat of battle in the arena than anyone else. Mm-hmm. And even though it's not, I ne- wouldn't necessarily have thought about this outside of the Ryder Cup itself. He doesn't strike me necessarily as a Ryder Cup player, but put him in that uniform and all of a sudden he does come alive. Yeah. The dog comes out. Yeah. <laughs> Something like that. He's, so got, that, he's got that dog. Uh, obviously everyone will like dip in form and play themselves out of contention one day. But I guess this is given like some of the names that we'll come on to in just a moment, we've got some fresher faces in Mm. maybe they need a, an elder statesman in. Yeah, that's, that's, that's certainly how it felt like to me and that they needed someone in there that this is now going to be his sixth Ryder cup appearance. That's something that none of those guys that are in can say they've been in. And the, if, if off the back of the other five picks that he made, you know, he's gone with, what's that now, going to be three new um, rookies along with Bobby as an automatic. So you've got four rookies from Europe going into this year. So I, as as you say, Kieran, like it's it's probably one that maybe if we're going to sit here and criticise Lowry and his form going into it, Rose not necessarily has lit, lit up the golfing scape for the last, you know, three or four months, but at least he's won this year and he's shown consistency on the PGA Tour at the age he is and he's still playing and swinging it. as well as he can be and he is one of those guys that when i hear him talk about the Ryder cup there is that kind of to not be too cliche but that kind of little twinkle in his eye and that little injection of kind of energy that that i don't usually see from someone like justin rose he he clearly loves the event It, it always makes me die when they kind of refer to seeing the european crest on their chest and having that kind of where i you know i, I never look down at the european flag and have that kind of yeah that heart pounding yeah, pride yeah. Um, but he has mentioned in the past like this is something that you know really does get him um, get him going yeah and i can i can see that with rose as well and i can understand that kind of passion having been in so many he's had highs and lows in the Ryder cup and mm. he will be able to bring that experience because uh, you kind of forget with Rose as well. Like, like I said, what? How old is he now, Rose? Forty. Forty-three. Forty-three. Like, forty-three in golfing terms. Yes, it's kind of pushing maybe you know, a little bit into the autumn of his career, but it's not old. No. Like, especially mm. the, with the condition that he keeps himself in. So, having the experience of a player like him in the dressing room, I think, is going to be invaluable. Yeah, I think he's one yeah. of only two people in. The European team that were at Medina. Um, well, I, th- I, I, think I think it's literally him and Rory. I mean, correct me if I'm. Well, yeah, and 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 Donald, but obviously Donald oh, can't. That's, that's yeah. true. Just sub himself in at the last minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The miracle of Medina. Oh, I'm sorry. Give it his full time. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, I, I, I think you can maybe make an argument for Rose and Larry. I think Tommy's been so consistent. Yeah, that um, was a guarantee that he was always going to be in. So. I think we can all agree with that. I think we're all pretty happy with that. Mm-hmm. Next up that we have in here. Where do you want to go? Because we could talk <laughs> extensively about any of these, I think. So let, let's get Aberg out of the way. Okay. 
Now, obviously, this is a very new tour pro. Yeah. I was about to say, like, I, I am. I'm going to be honest. Like, I genuinely do. I don't think I've seen him swing a golf club before. David, you're going to love on, it. I know he's been on. Give eight. us your full. Did you good not watch swing. any of the Omega European no, Masters? I didn't, I didn't, he doesn't no. watch golf. Yeah. That's an absolute shambles. I know. I know. I didn't. What were you doing? Eighty-seven days. He's been a pro. Yeah. 87 days. Quick turnaround, didn't it? That's um, wild. I think this is a very quick moving story, the yeah, way yeah. this is going. I mean, like. I've, got, I've, got, I've got mixed feelings on this because like, when you see him play and when you actually look at what he's done in such a short space of time, it is pretty obvious that he is going to be an absolute superstar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, the way that he plays, everything about him, his whole demeanor, just the the whole vibe that you get from him. He's going to be an absolutely exceptional player. Yeah. And going into the Omega European Masters to give it its full title, <laughs> you would you would have said that to absolutely make sure that he had his selection, he had to win. And he did. Yeah. Like he came through on Sunday, played really good golf. I mean, Fitzpatrick had a little bit of a slip. Yeah. Um, but... Like Aberg came through and he won it. Like, how, however much weight you want to put in the fact that you know this is a guy that coming into that week was under the—I don't want to say scrutiny because he wasn't under scrutiny, so to speak—but under the pressure of this is someone that could get picked in the Ryder Cup and something that he may have felt the pressure of. After he won in Crans, he did say that I've done a really good job of not trying to think about it. But when you go in and you play a tournament in the first two rounds the captain and the vice captain decide they want to play alongside you in Luke Donald and Nick, Nicholas Colsart, then that kind of gives you an idea and understanding of what they think about yeah, you the, as a player. The eyeballs are on that. I mean, you know, he shot six under the first round with these guys watching yeah, him. He I, knows what's going on. I bear in mind, this is a geezer who's... Geezer? Who's geezer, literally only been a pro a few months. Yeah. And has impressed the European top brass. I've always wanted to say that. <laughs> to the extent that he's been selected for the biggest team competition in golf. Yeah. Men's golf. Yeah. So. How, it, how old is he? Uh, 23, I think. David. Stand by. Um, yeah, 23. 23. Nailed it. 23, wow. And he, he's obviously a class act. And it's hard to argue with his selection with the fact that he's just won. Mm. But he is the first golfer in history to play in a Ryder Cup who has never played in a major before. Correct. That's wild. You know, he has won a DP World Tour event. Yeah. But a good one. that's basically it. <laughs> like, yeah. If, if we're talking about someone who's obviously very impressive, yes, he's just won that event. What if Connor Simon had won that event? Hmm. Like, he is not going to get selected for the Ryder Cup. No. No. What if Alex Fitzpatrick had won? Are you telling me that A Burke has done more in the last few months than Alex Fitzpatrick if he'd have won that event? Um yes. Um I'd say that because of how he's also performed on the PGA tour, he's put himself into fields, albeit not all the strongest in the world, but he's put them himself into what we would probably agree is the highest peak in golf in regards to PGA Tour compared to the DP World Tour. Um, You know, Alex Fitzpatrick got his first win on the Challenge Tour only three weeks ago. 
that's not going to do it to get onto a Ryder Cup team. But yeah, but what if he'd have won? Yeah, no, I no, I, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, but Aberg, a- mean- you've got a guy in Aberg that since he made his his start, his first start in the PGA Tour, he leads it in strokes gained off the tee. He beats McIlroy and Scheffler out since he started on the PGA Tour, which is fine. But it's a PGA Tour career which has lasted four events. Oh yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not. You know, I'm not I, saying that that should do it I'm, for him, but I'm just saying when he's been playing in these situations, you're talking about a guy like Scheffler and McElroy, who we say and put in such high esteem in regards to their ball striking off the tee, and he's putting himself up there. I know we mentioned to say, you know, this is a guy that is going to be a generational talent, we seem to think, but I I don't mind it so much because we're at a point with European Ryder Cup team where it's such transitional st- stage that why not, Get someone who we think is going to be in it for the next ten years. In it's, just now. More, it's just more that has he like earned it? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, the, yeah. Has he earned it over the last two years? The, the know, so he, the yeah. answer to that straight up is no. Exactly. No. Yeah. He's not. He's not earned that over the last two years. He's just stormed into the world of professional golf. Had a fantastically hot start. He's obviously a fantastic player. And I just want to make sure all my cards are fully on the table here. I actually, th- I actually don't mind him going. I think he's a very, very good player. Yeah, David, hit me, stat me up. What are we talking about, Aberg? Tell me things about him. What's his best attribute? That's I, I don't know. know. You're asking me a lot of questions. <laughs> his cool, his cool demeanor, Kieran. That's cool demeanor. That's his best attribute. I'm, I'm, I'm just kind of forage. Um, some forage through Forest Aberg, trying to find some mushrooms. On <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, I think. It's maybe not a surprise that his whole game is built largely on driving distance. Like just looking through um, data golf at the moment, he gains strokes everywhere on the field. He gains strokes everywhere. So it's not a case of he's completely one dimensional, but that that one dimension is is obviously (laughs) so good that that's what you're drawn to. His his total driving is impressive. Yeah. The only place that he really seems to lose strokes from what is a very, very low sample size is around the green. And I imagine at a place like Marco Simone, you probably need to be hitting those greens already. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, so, Hit fairway. What's his accuracy like? Uh, it, it, it is pretty much, ba- like in terms of off the tee, yeah. I don't have that information. No, no. Because David, he, he's probably not played enough. He has not played enough. Out of the last 200 uh, competitive holes he's played, what is his accuracy <laughs> percentage with his seven to his pitching match? Has he even played two hundred holes yet? Probably not. That's, <laughs> that's wild, though, oh, isn't no. it? So this that's is this absolutely can I, can wild. Yeah, and I see what of. Can I just clarify what what was his first pro start? Uh, the Canadian. That was the Canadian. Yeah. So can I? What's his? Can I have a mic stand so I could use my second? <laughs> yeah. Just because I know you're on there now, what is his current world ranking now? Uh, he's currently 90 something, I think. 90 on the button. Yeah. Yeah. So it seems this. But no, this is the thing because he's 90 on the button. He's just one bit. He has only just started playing professional golf. And this is my only issue with this. The wildcard picks are completely at the discretion of the captains of both teams. Mm-hmm. You know, this is why you were getting um, such conflicting opinions about Justin Thomas going and Zach Johnson selecting him because he's not been playing great, but he is a, he's a Ryder Cup 
junkie. Yeah, he yeah. absolutely lives for this. Yeah, you know, yeah. and that's why it played such a big part in being selected for the US team. So Luke Donald has perfect carte blanche on who he wants to pick. Mm -hmm. He could have picked absolutely anybody he wanted. There would have been arguments for or against, but that is his decision. Yeah, and it's kind of hard to argue with it because he's just won. However, I think there are so many players who have been consistently playing on the DP World Tour and in PJ Tour events and majors who, let's face it, have been trying to get in this Ryder Cup team for the last two years yeah, yeah. and have done a lot of work to get there. Yep. And for them to be missed out and uh, passed over, it seems a little bit strange. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I think... Um I, I feel like we're not having this conversation at the previous Ryder Cup. I think that Aberg would have been a pick that everyone would have just been happy with because I think at the time there wasn't anyone or there wasn't multiple people that could have been picked over anyone. Yeah. I think we were almost with those final picks last time, picking guys like Garcia's and Poulter's and Reesberger's that, you know, they just get picked in because of pedigree and we don't really think about it too much. Whereas we had a nice headache for Luke Donald this time where guys like Adrian Moronk who's missed out, Yannick Paul who's missed out, potentially the other Hoygaard, Rasmus has missed out. Victor Perez. Victor Perez has missed out. There's there's not I don't think this is a conversation that necessarily arises at the at the previous Ryder Cup. And it's a good position for us to be in, which oh, is yeah, definitely. I, I think we'll get into a bit later in regards to predictions of what we feel might happen when we get to Rome in what is now three weeks time. Yeah, Four weeks it's not not long. So I, I, I mean I, I hear I hear it from, from both sides. I personally when we did our initial early predictions, I had Aberg on my team as more of a fun pick, kind of a mm. oh it'll be nice, go and chuck him in, not really necessarily taking it seriously, thinking that actually yeah he would he would get in. Do you do you think that the the win genuinely got him in, or do you think even if he'd finished I think T twenty five he would have got in? I think anyway? by the looks of it, if he'd have as long as he contended he was going. He was probably going to get him. Yeah. Which, again, I think they wanted to see him in the heat with a chance to win mm -hmm. and to see if he could cope with that. And he came through and he won. And like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm more than happy with him being there. I think he's a great talent. Um, My issue really is that the last two picks, you've got Nikolai Hoygaard and Sepp Stracker. Yeah. Now, Stracker... I, I'm actually quite a big fan. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, same. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's what I was about. Yeah, the way he he's obviously a kind of winner on the PJ Tour. He's won this year as well. Yeah, um, a little bit streaky, but he can string. Played well in the. Um, he can get on a burner. Played yeah. play well in the open. Yeah, tight second, tight second in the open. Like he can string birdies together, and I was watching quite a bit of him at the open as well, and I was. I was pretty impressed. Yeah. Like yeah. the this whole demeanor, the way he's striking it. I and he's he, he doesn't actually look that young, but he's still actually still quite a young yeah. player. I reckon it's quite I reckon it's quite like a it's a good um what is it like if you're in rugby, like if you've got a big prop, like it's just <laughs> It's just like, you know, it's just, just that little bit more intimidating. Yeah, because obviously, <laughs> you know, with, with the likes of like USA, they've got a bit of like... Someone Kepka starts on Rory and someone's yeah, getting... Yeah, <laughs> exactly right. Just if he's like around, then yeah. it just 
Kitchener was everything okay. else. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I, yeah, yeah. Like, the, the, those infamous uh, corridor confrontations that happen in the, oh, well, yeah. the Ryder Cup. Well, no, Set Strack is there, like backing everyone it, up. That's what I mean. Barreling down the yeah. carpeted halls of Marco Simone, saying, "Oh, Kepka." Back off, my boy Fitz. Yeah, or I'm gonna sit on you. Yeah, I don't I'm sit, sit on, on you. you. I don't think he's top of the list of golfers. I would not want to sit on me. Like, what, what, do you, what do you think happens behind the scenes at the ride? I don't Got, know, but it might get a bit feisty. Bit of a, a knife of a, fight at the car park. Yeah. Meet me on the ninth green. At, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the clock jolly. You bring your three biggest boys. I'll bring my but, three biggest boys. Exactly. Let's have it. But if. If if it does come to it, having <laughs> Seb Shaka on your team if is quite comes, a good if thing. It comes you know down to a knuckle brawl. Exactly right. So exactly like, right. yeah, we had the uh, we had like the Nicholas uh, the the Chat Nicholas and Tony Jacqueline concession. It's going to go the opposite way, bro. Yeah. It's going to be a bare knuckle boxing that well, match you, you on the last grade. Like the thing levels. is, like Seb Shaka's not going to get in there. Like Luke's going to be looking around and Ram is going to be throffing at the mouth. Do you think anyone is going to get in apart from Ram for a bare knuckle boxing match? Yeah, that's true. He'd eat anybody alive. Imagine Cantley versus Ram. What do you think is going to happen? Well, yeah, you know what I mean? Too too many limoncellos. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know what I mean? Do you know, when you're in Italy, you know, you just feel a little bit more, I don't know, on edge and stuff like that. So, you know, it can What happened to you? What happened to you in Italy? I don't know, I've been a few times. Oh, I've just been a few times this year, to be fair. And, and you know, now, every you're not, now you're not allowed back in. No, yeah. <laughs> every time he's having a scrap. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm ready. You're, not, you're just on your guard. You know what I mean? Okay. You're on your guard. Okay. And uh, no, I think it's good. A good having that. And then obviously he's a good golfer as well. So, <laughs> so I that helps. helps. <laughs> from, from a course fit perspective as well, I was just having a look through driving accuracy. Everyone on the European team, Stracker is number one. Okay. For driving accuracy, I think he's number three for greens in reg as well. Mm-hmm. So from that, so, and he, it obviously well above average in both. Yeah. yeah. So like, I'm not expecting him to play every session. I'd be surprised if he plays more than three. Yeah. But he feels like a really, really good, reliable person. Yeah. I think I think that's a good point you make as well. Like when it comes to these these selections, I kind of think that you see some of these guys and you go, they may play two sessions. You need a singles out of them, and they might play like a four ball. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I'm. You you look at the top, which is very heavy loaded with some big guns. The way Hovland's playing, McElroy, obviously, Rahm, Hatton, Fitz, all playing really, really well. How many sessions Aberg's going to play? How many sessions Stracker's going to play? I, I, I don't know. Maybe Luke will have more more interest in in Stracker playing a little bit more than than Aberg. But I I think it was a good pick. I think it was a. Um, I actually think it was a more straightforward pick than people maybe thought. I think I think mm. Stracker was definitely one that Luke was again penned in from a while ago, um, and then leaves us with the final guy in in Nikolai Hoygaard, who everyone is going to have down as the guy who has displaced Moronk. I don't necessarily think that is the case. I think you could say that it was either Aberg or Hoygaard that were the ones to do it. But it just seems on just going from reaction online, that's kind of the it was either Moronk or Hoygaard and it's gone with it's gone with Nikolai. Um now my initial first reaction as a twin was I feel really sad for Rasmus because I know <laughs> if I watch my brother going and playing in a Ryder Cup and probably having a very similar dream of the, wanting yeah. to do the same. But he'll, um, be, he'll be very happy for him. That's but. the beauty of it. Like he, Rasmus could maybe do the Saturday. Nikolai does <laughs> well, You'll never know. <laughs> you never know. Exactly. And um, we will never know. Big big <laughs> shout out to the Hoygods, by the way. They're fans of the channel and Papa Hoygod as well. 
big fan. Big yeah, fan well, I, had a, I, had a, I had a nice chat to him at the Open. Did you? Yeah, he's a nice guy. Oh. Um, and that's going to be obviously really cool for like the whole family. That's mm. going to that's going to be great. And Nikolai's a an unbelievable ball striker. Like he's mm. one of the guys on the range when you see him hit a driver. It it's impressive, and his swing is very very good. Mm. Um, I, I, to be honest. All these players, you can make an argument for, and I think there was no right or wrong decision. But I, I feel I've never met the guy, and I, I don't know why I feel. Well, I do know some reasons why, but there is something quite inexplicable about how bad I feel for Adrian Moronk. Yeah, you just want to give him a hug. I can't. You know I, mean? I can't quite explain it. I think he's did. Everything that he possibly could to qualify. Yeah. He's a DP World Tour kind of stalwart over the last few years. He's worked his way up. Yeah. He's won at the golf course. Yeah. At Marco Simone. <laughs> yeah. And I'm a big fan of his game and the way he goes about yeah. it. Um, I think he's he's third in the race to Dubai this year. He was fifth in the European points list. As you say, a guy who won at this golf course six months ago or four months ago whether it might have been um it seemed again one of those that was just perfectly placed for him to just roll into this side it's something i can't quite quite understand i think i think for me as well maybe it's a little bit of underlying bias for me towards kind of dp world tour like former european tour I, i like to see players from that tour get a chance to show themselves uh-huh. at that kind of level. Um yeah, well, Bob, Bobby's up there. With oh that. yeah, yeah, we've got we got Bobby McIntyre. Um and I think we've got Nikolai Hoygaard who you would say those two guys, you know, they are They're staple DP World Tour players. Yeah. But yeah. everybody else there, I mean even Aberg, like I think his intentions are pretty clear. He's gonna be yeah, PJ yeah. 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 Um I think for me, it had. It, I think there was a chance there to say, okay, Adrian, you have obviously stuck DP World Tour. You have played incredibly consistent golf. You've won at this golf course. You've done pretty much everything that anybody can do, but you're not in the team. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's, like, it's wild. It, 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 it's it, for it, a bloke it, who's had eight starts. Or... Yeah, yeah. There's, there's something that doesn't feel kind of quite right about it. But like I said, there was. There's absolutely no decision. There's absolutely no wrong decision in many respects, and this is why you have the captain's picks. Mm-hmm. So you have that discretion. But I do think they should be there. Yeah, I, I don't I really, I don't really think there was a. Uh, for me, he was a. He should have been a nailed on. Yeah. yeah. But We'd I mean, love to hear what Luke would say about it, though. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I drop, know, a, I, drop a message. I don't know who. Yeah, like. Someone just needs to have what? the. <laughs> what him. is this? Yeah, text him right now. Someone him, needs to on. have like the the balls to just like ask him straight. Just <laughs> being like, <laughs> did you yeah, did, did you see him take the mick out of me? Um, I did. Yeah, I did. I did. Who? Luke sent Luke. us a message after we did the Ryder Cup video. No, he said leave some leave some rough for the rest yeah, of it was us. A, it was a, <laughs> really? It was on the Instagram post. Yeah, yeah. It got loads of likes on it. It was really. Yeah, it was well, really oh cool, no, buddy. I didn't see that. Really, um, really good. But. The, the thing is, what what um, certainly if you look at Nikolai's obviously winner on the DP World Tour as well. If we're doing it based on a decision being between those two, even though I don't quite agree with that, yeah. Um, there's you can point to Nikolai and say, well, you know, he's won on 
DP Warto. Yeah. You know, he's yeah, definitely... In, in uh, the last... When was his last win? Uh, oh, that's a good question. It wasn't that we long ago. David. Uh, no, I don't think it was. Was it Was it Rasmus? I think Rasmus won a, in Himalayan, Himalayan, didn't he? Himalayan, yeah. Which means, Ras- that, which means Nikolai yeah. probably... Rasmus won it. Yeah. Which means Nikolai probably won the week before, yeah. Right. What I would... Just a comp- not not a massive detour away, but I would be quite interested to know is with the Solheim Cup picks and the Ryder Cup picks, the majority of them are Scandinavian, which is a really interesting thought for like the the state of affairs of of Scandinavian golf at the minute. Like the for the for the Solheim Cup picks, the only one that wasn't was uh, Gemma Dreiber from Scotland. Yeah. All the rest were Scandinavian. Yeah, like a big and Swedish, a big, a big Swedish, Swedish contingent. Yeah. You've got Aberg this time. You've got Hoygaard this time. More kind of continuation yeah. of like Scandinavian into both the men and women's game for Europe, which is yeah, I great. I really, really, really want to go to uh, like Sweden or there's a golfing destination. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think it looks so cool. I think we need to try and do that next year. Yeah, who who do we, um Fred if you're if you're listening. Yeah, Fred needs to kind of yeah. hook us up. A I'll talk bit. to you at the Solheim Cup yeah. and we'll uh, we'll sort something out. Scandinavia is <laughs> definitely a place you need to go to. Yeah, there's, there's so many courses. Yeah, um, well, they must be doing we... something right because they're producing a lot of good golfers yeah. at the minute. I mean, the, honestly, the more the more we look at this, so it's 2000. Uh, it last year was Nikolai's last win. Was it Raz Alkoma? Uh, yes. which, which he backed up with uh, four miscuts. But his... <laughs> his um, Razzle Kaima was the last win for Nicola. His actual consistency what? this year has been very, very good. Has it? Yeah, yeah. He's only missed a couple of cuts. Um, but... That's... Wow. I don't like it. Wow. <laughs> I didn't I'm, know that. I, I, must, I must be honest. I'm very happy to see him there. But I, I just feel really sorry for Adrian Rock. Yeah. I... Th- I yeah, if uh, you're Adrian Monk, do you just go as a fan, or do you just like? Cold? No, he'll 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 be good. Yeah, he'll be. Like, yeah, like bear in mind on a on a serious note for this, like you've got Adrian Monk, you've got Yannick Paul, you've got Victor Perez, you know, you've got these guys who are in and around that bubble who were so close, so close mm. to getting in there, and for a lot of players, this is the pinnacle. Like yeah. to appear in a yeah. Ryder Cup is something that like golfers dream about. You know, th- this is one of those things that you're on the putting green as a kid, you're practicing. Yeah. You know, you're not holding out with the greatest respect to the Raz Al Championship. <laughs> you're not holding out wishing you're going to win that. Yeah. You are holding out dreaming of being Tiger Woods in the singles at the Ryder Cup to win it for Europe. You're dreaming of winning majors. You know, these events that transcend the everyday in and out of professional golf, these are the things that you want to be at. These are the events that mean the most. And to miss out on it by such a fine margin and based on the opinion of a pick, yeah, it must be gutting. It must be absolutely es- devastating. Especially for, like, his country as well. Obviously, Poland is not necessarily known for producing good golfers or any... Has there ever been a Polish golfer before? Was I, I can't think. I'm mean, sure there will be. There will be one. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But um, you he's know, the first man ever. Yeah. But well, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. But um, you know, from that aspect of like representing his country and stuff like that, like that's massive. So he'll be. Yeah, he will be good. Yeah. I yeah. I I did feel for that one because I, I I mean I've had a closer eye on Moronk 
this year out of any year, given that I selected him for my oh. for my major pick. Mm. So I was always interested to see how he's doing, and he was hovering around that um, top fifty in the world, top sixty kind of position, and you know, fairly playing fairly solid golf and also being fairly consistent as well, yeah. especially on those DP World Tour events. He was always at the top, um, and it just feels that maybe there's a there's a slight sense of Luke having a more of a bias towards a hoy hoy garden just enjoying them as a golfer more than any 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 time there's a, a selection for a team like there will be the bias of the person who's selecting yeah like and i don't mean that as a in not a in bad a bad way. way no i mean obviously everyone's going to have their own personal opinion and you know nikolai could absolutely smash it which would be incredible yeah. that'd be fantastic yeah, be like, all, yeah. all, all these captains picks could smash it yeah. yeah um and there will always be players who who miss out yeah. and it's just I personally think the next year maybe reducing the amount of captain's picks, giving a little bit more weighting to uh, the consistency shown throughout the year, even if it's like weighting the final events a little bit heavier. Yeah. Like I think that'd be really good. But the the argument is that it takes away the chance to get the really hot players in. Yeah, like sure. Yeah, it gives us. Yeah, it gives it gives Luke the opportunity to pick the guys that are playing well then and there, and he's he's obviously done that with yeah. with the guys that he's gone with. I think from a European standpoint, in general, this is pretty big positive. Yeah. I think really for the the US team, there was maybe a little bit less controversy apart from Justin Thomas. Justin I, Thomas and, and you can argue Kepka as well, obviously, because Kepka was... I, I think Kepka was always good. He was though. always like, good, but it, like... It was hard to miss him out. Yeah, really. but like as in, like, imagine if... Um, it, yeah, probably the more controversial thing would have been if... He did, if um if he Zach wasn't didn't yeah yeah, pick yeah, yeah. because of um and I think because of it because of as you as you're probably going to mention with with the live factor that he is probably for Zach Johnson the easiest guy from that group to pick because of how minimal he's spoken out about you know any kind of PGA or live sort mm. of you know in, in in preferring one to the other obviously he's on the live tour so he's going to speak more outwardly towards that but you know he's not the guy that turns up to the majors and is playing in his whatever he is crushes or i don't know what his branding is but you know he still sticks with his nike stuff he yeah. doesn't come into these events and stuff so there's not really that kind of animosity around kepka as a kind of pga versus live sort of thing um but especially as you say going into guys like justin thomas for a pick that was one that i i did again select in my th in my team but didn't think that that was gonna that was gonna happen i'd have loved to have known mm. how close uh dechambeau was to, to you don't think he was no. close no, no not well for one i think the only reason why is just because obviously he shot, shot his, 50 his 58 so that I, even if that was the case i don't even think his name would have been mentioned right. before that um, obviously, it well, seems he had a few like good oh, no, no, majors no, 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 in the no, majors. No, he was no, right. I, I don't, I, I don't disagree with that. Yeah. I just think, just generally, I don't think they would have, they would have gone that way because just only because he did that, he kind of his name was in the in the press a little bit right. more. Apart from that, with the because, I mean, just just to finally sort of have a little bit of a roundup on the European stuff, and then we'll quickly come back to the American side. When we first started this year, um, or even in the first of the kind of the Ryder Cup calendar, I was looking at this as a we're going to get we're going to get beaten again we're going to lose so what would be great for the european side is to bring in guys like nikolai who now aberg who obviously <laughs> at the time i didn't know was going to come out of anywhere um but these rookies that 
will be part of the team for the years to come, which is maybe where I could argue with Nikolai Nikolai Moronk. Not to say that Moronk won't go back and play really well next year, but you would kind of put your flag into into Nikolai and that he will become more of a core Ryder Cup player for many, many years. So it's a good opportunity for those guys to play. But then you get round to that American side and because of Liv and it's completely ripped up their team, you've got a lot of rookies there and guys that obviously we didn't expect to be there. And I'm looking down the list and there's some guys there that I think will play well despite necessarily being someone that we didn't think would be there, like a Brian Harmon. But actually, I don't, I don't, I don't look at it with worry. I don't look at it with fear. Uh, I, oh, sorry, you go. No, you no, go. no, no, you go on. Go on. No, well, I, I was probably the only one in, we were obviously uh, in the car up this morning driving up to uh, to Scotland. I was kind of the only one on the on the USA kind of side, really. You know, seven of those players were in the 2021 one against Whiston Straits. So you've got to kind of argue that their core of their team is still the same. And I don't know. I just think I just I just look at it. And I'm very scared of it. No, I think I think you're right. I think the core of the team is very similar. Yeah. But I think that core is rotten. It's <laughs> rotten. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think. Um, uh, yeah. I just I have I look I have a look through that US team. I think Harmon is a fantastic fit for this course. Yep. Yeah. I think he's going to do really well. Um, he's obviously a great putter. He's a rookie though. Yeah, so you know you that, never that, know what's going to happen. That will that. play a part. Yeah, like mm-hmm. you said, you know, maybe he feels the same as you, Kieran. When he goes to Italy, he might be completely on edge, <laughs> that's, and that's, he can't yeah. defend himself. No he's a small man for no apparent reason. Yeah, um, that's, but he's got Brooks. Yeah, my, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but the, then Stracker's going to take them that's both. The most out. unnatural partnership. <laughs> he's got <laughs> Brooksy. Oh my god! If Harmon and Kepka play together, Jeez. then wow. on well. Sunday, on Sunday, I would love Kepka versus Stracker. That would be quite cool. This <laughs> fight. I yeah. think that would be really In cool. what? Golf or? Well, whatever. In Let's whatever. just settle this on the first yeah. team. It's like a throwdown. <laughs> Was it chess boxing and you just have golf boxing? They, <laughs> they complete a hole and then three rounds what, in the book. Or the head covers on the hands. <laughs> yeah. I think, yeah, I mean, I think Harmon's going to do it. I mean, Scheffler will not have a putt conceded all week. No. I'll like, be telling him on the first tee. Well, that's the, we, we've said this. I think anytime Scheffler plays, you're just to get in his head, just like Scotty. Yeah. Don't even ask. Sorry, mate. Don't even look. No matter the distance, you hold out. <laughs> like it doesn't even matter. Yeah. I think Wyndham Clark. What what I've seen of Wyndham Clark, I, I actually really, really rate his swing. I yeah. love his uh, game in general, but I I don't it. I don't think it really suits this course. When I've seen him play off the tee, massive driver of the golf ball, it can be a little bit loose. And if you're going to go in the long rough at Marcus, hey, that's it's a lost ball. Like you're not that's, going to be able to get it conceded. Back exactly. Homer, obviously a class player, but Ryder Cup rookie. Cantley, I don't know. Like if he turns up with a pulse, potentially he might do well. <laughs> Showflay, I actually really like as a player. I, I I'd love to know David um, oh, Shoffley's um, record for a thing. I, I know that's quite yeah. A, and, and I know what you mean. He doesn't strike you as a a match play. No, but I bet he's I bet he's like well, sneaky good. He was a rookie last time time around. I think was he? Shoffley for Wisdom. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so he he did well. I think. Yeah, he won three. Yeah. Uh, he yeah. And lost one. 
I, I think Whistling Straits tra- that, that, that whole yeah yeah the, the, the European team for Whistling Straits was we rank. sucked yeah it was rubbish um, but I, I, I really like I, he's one of my favourite kind of players to watch mm. um, Kepka you just don't know like great player but uh, at Le Golf National in Paris he couldn't figure out that hitting it in the rough was a bad idea so <laughs> if he can do that again we don't know Justin Thomas, literally no one knows what's happening. Mm. Spieth can be erratic mm. off the tee, plays great recoveries, but you will not be able to play great recoveries from this rough. Fowler. Do you, gen- good, good do you generally think that the rough is going to be as thick as what we saw it at? Yeah. I think it's going to even worse. Well, no, I'm just thinking like um, in terms of like the amount of volume of people that are going to be there that are going to sort of trample down a lot of this stuff. Like, I'm, do you know I'm, what I mean? I'm more worried about the volume of people getting lost well, yeah. than trampling it down. I would say there could be at least 5,000 people lost at the Ryder Cup. <laughs> <laughs> well, just getting to the blooming place is, is one of the things. I'll tell you that. Um, I wonder if that, that road's done. I know, I know what you mean, though. I do know what you mean. But like, yeah. to be honest, even if that roof is trampled down... Yeah. There's... there's <laughs> I... It, honestly, if you've not watched our video from uh, Marcus Simone, please do. Mm. Uh, we had quite the adventure. It is a course which, if you drive it well and you wedge your own form, you can really have a good score. If you're a little bit offline off the tee, you have not narrow, narrow fairways, but they're not the widest. You've got a bit of semi-rough, and then you have what I would imagine the... Jurassic period looking like just thick, lush vegetation with dinosaurs in it. <laughs> that is what you get at Marco Simone. It's just a hazard. It's like it's 0.5 of a shot, if not more, every time you go in it. Yeah. Um, obviously, match play is a bit different because you might just lose the hole. Mm. But if you're a bit erratic, you're going to lose three, four holes. Yeah. 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 Mm. Morikawa. Putting on the coming pressure, into, he's coming into a bit of a form though. When he, he was is, at the tour champs, he's just putting on the pressure, which is like always a question for him. Mm. Um, and Sam Burns, I really like Sam Burns. Today's a match play for this year. So. Yeah, so I know, I know you're you're a Sam Burns fan. I think the thing with with JT as well is is that obviously people have kind of made the brief comparison with with Poulter, so to speak, of that you know his record at the Ryder Cup is imperious. Like he's such a good match play guy. Him and Spieth of the partnership are really strong. But we're going into this Ryder Cup with JT where Poulter used to get picked and he could be playing his worst golf. But we just had the the case study to say he turns it on. Oh. We don't know with Justin Thomas. We're just assuming that that will be the case. And he, he quite easily can. Like Honestly, I know Poulter's quite a divisive figure, but I actually think that's doing a disservice to Poulter. Poulter, when he doesn't and he didn't play well, was pretty rubbish. Yeah. But when he got to the Ryder Cup, it wasn't that he was. It wasn't that he started to play better. He was a different person. Yeah, yeah. Like it was. It was. It was unbelievable. Yeah. Like whatever he found within himself, and this is what the Ryder Cup does to players. It just it can change them into a different animal. Now, yeah. as much as Thomas loves the Ryder Cup, he's not been playing well all year. No. What's um? Like you can't just shake that off. No, yeah, very true. What's isn't his like win? Record like eighty percent or something. It's like it, it's high. It's something it's very, good. Yeah, it's very, very good. It's, it is very good. I, 
I suppose in 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 my eyes, the way I look at it is Europe have historically seemingly done better in the team play. Mm. So when it comes to the foursomes and the four balls, we do we do pretty well. And then when the singles come around, just man for man, the American side is usually stronger than our team. I back us this time. I yeah, I back. That's that's the thing that does it for me this time is that I just go man to man, and you know I look at it and I think we can we can hold ourselves in good stead against that lot. That's the only thing that does it for me this time. And we're on we're on home territory, which makes it a lot different. Yeah, a lot different. I did see a stat to be fair that uh, USA haven't won away in thirty years, so. There you go. I mean, if if we were if we were talking about this team going to America, then it would. <laughs> are you gonna? Are you gonna no, 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 that, is that, right? that is true. No, 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 I, I like it. I trust it. Can you do on a rainy night, Stoke? <laughs> if we were talking about this team going out to America, then I wouldn't be as confident. And don't get me wrong. Don't don't hear what I'm not saying. I I I don't think we're gonna beat them without them scoring a point on the board. I think it will be close. Yeah. But where I, we're, we're yeah. coming from a position where when this Ryder Cup schedule started and this circuit started, I didn't think we would get anywhere near them. No, I think mm. I think you're right. I think it's going to be close. Like, let's uh, let's have some predictions. David, have you got any more stats that you want to throw out? Uh, well, just coming back to the JT one, he's played nine, won six. Uh, overall, he's got a 72%, 72. Point, points very good. percentage, which is really good uh, sharp contrast to his, his form at the moment um this is a weird one in that it's a complete reverse of what i think about when i think of the european Ryder cup team in that i think i've got this right um that this is the first time in a while that europe has fielded a younger team than the us yeah there we go average age of just 30 I mean, the, the, I mean, there's virtually nothing in it. I think the US is like 30.3, but we'll, we'll, we'll ignore that for the moment. That's I mean, one nil. However, we do, like we said, we do have Rose. I was about to say Rose, yeah. Like, <laughs> he's, he's bringing up the average. Like, That's true. Uh, we, <laughs> get rid of Justin <laughs> Rose. Rose. Like, we've got to carry him to the first tee. <laughs> Not that old. Are going to do a really quick calculation? Yeah, pump yeah, him up. It, it, it comes down quite drastically. Where does like it come down? It to? comes to uh, twenty-eight point something. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dropping two eight, which two eight is, screws is quite a bit. Oh, which is which is obviously really good, like for the for the for the future of European yeah. football. Um, <laughs> is is Rory the next oldest? Um, no, I think it's Shane. Or maybe Shane. Shane's, yeah. Shane's, Shane's thirty-six. Yeah. Rory's thirty-four. Though. I know. Yeah. Um, like Ro- like Rory is always going to be younger than you think he is, even though he's like been around for literally ever. Yeah. Yeah. This will be. Is this going to be a seventh? I'm pretty sure. Seventh um, Ryder Cup. I want to say. I'm not sure, but he's. Um, yeah, this is his seventh. All right, yeah. so he's. So okay, so he'll be one more than Rose. <laughs> yeah. 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 This is I his seventh one. Like, I don't think his record's stunning in the in the Ryder Who? Cup. Though, no. Rory. It, no. It is exactly equal. He has a fifty percent points return. Okay. I mean, you can you can back that up by saying he's always out first. He plays every every match he, he just play every match yeah. yeah he goes against the best the american best player, yeah. every single time yeah um but yeah he he's played 28 matches yeah. in the, the red cup that's wild you'd, you'd think it'd be frazzled but you could tell from the emotions last time around like i remember like his tears he yeah. was crying mm. polter was crying like it still means as much and it's it's figures like that and for like rosie as well Sorry, that doesn't feel right, does it? For Justin Rose. No, you, you know him in a 
one-on-one -on -one basis, I, obviously. I, I, I don't know well enough for that. <laughs> yeah. I just love the Ryder Cup. Sorry, the, the Ryder Cup just like the best. It, I love, it, is, I it, love it. It's really good. It's just so, so I, cool. I, I have friends who don't watch any golf who, when the Ryder Cup comes around, they'll watch. It's the only time they watch yeah. golf. There's, there's so, there's, there, are, there are a lot of people like that. And it's, I just love the They're, fact that it's mm, just... Yeah. It's, it still has the... This is a it's kind of like a silly way to say, it, but it still has that like purity of it's just about the competition, it's not about the money, it's not about the money. It's just about representing yeah. like the flag, and it's about the passion, and it's about <laughs> wanting to win for your team. Oh, I love it for Sevi. For Sevi, there's um just bringing it back to the US team here a minute. No, <laughs> sorry. Go no, on. Why is Bruce no, Kepper going to win all no, his no, games? No, 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 no. It's not that. It was actually um about. You know, we mentioned about Moronk. It's not going to be at the same capacity, but uh, Keegan Bradley. Mm. Now, yeah, yeah. I, I thought that he was going to get in. And yeah. I, I imagine, do you reckon that um, Zach Johnson was kind of toying between either Thomas or Keegan? Or do you reckon it was... Who, who do you reckon in there has gotten I think, over... I think it was Burns. Probably. I think I'd, Burns, I'd say Burns and Thomas for me. If I was the captain looking at it, I'm thinking those are the guys that I'd be, I'd have been questioning yeah. over. Um, right. Burns, I think his win at the match play has played a massive part in him mm. getting selected. Yeah. But I, I, I don't hate that. I, you know, it's obviously it's a good thing to go off. Mm. Um, you know, even like someone like Cam Young as well. Like he was, I know not in the automatics, but I'm fairly sure he was about seventh or eighth yeah. in the. Cam, rankings for them. Cam Young and Keegan Bradley can kind of find themselves pretty hard done by. Yeah, yeah. That's what that's what I was I'd, thinking. I'd have loved to have seen Cam Young. Yeah. In the Ryder Cup. Wow. An aggressive little man. Yeah, like like talking about putting somebody in to that bare knuckle boxing match. Imagine Cam Young going in there. <laughs> yeah. Imagine those eyes. Like he wouldn't even have to fight anybody. Yeah. No. Just paralyze you with his glare. Him versus Tracker in the in the tunnel yeah he he like hit somebody without his facial expression changing yeah. see I, w I would have been 100% with you but then seeing him at the open in the final pairing with uh, was it Brian Harmon on the Saturday yeah, yeah. and um, I think he was so angry that he took it out on himself did he implode he absolutely imploded wow. love that uh, despite being my favourite player I have to, <laughs> have to um, it's just like a star collapsing on itself yeah but I think Brian Harmon is secretly it, like he is what we all kind of hoped Kevin Kisner would be I'll tell you I go to bed every night and I think oh, if Kevin what Kisner was half the man that Brian if, Harmon if is. Kevin Kisner was in Paris what could have been he, he's a match yeah. play fiend exactly yeah. yeah I think I think everybody would agree with that it obviously remains to be seen if it comes to yeah. comes to fruition because like the Ryder Cup is so weird like it, it just changes it brings out brings out the best in people yeah and it it can make it people can swing crumble as well, as well yeah like well, it, yeah. it can it can change it can change entire careers yeah ah so predictions let's give it i'm gonna go i think it's gonna be close but i'm gonna go europe by two so i'm gonna say i think europe will win and they will win by i think they win by a three and a half Wow, three I think I think they'll I think they'll be quite comfortable in the end. Interesting, Kieran. Um, Remember where you were born. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Remember your heritage. Just, no, don't yeah, do say because yeah. no, otherwise they'll say we're biased. I obviously want to say I obviously want to say like that 
Europe are going to win it. I just speak the truth, kid. Speak yeah, the truth. No, I, I, I'll, I'll be honest. I think it's going to be very, very tight, and I am going to go for. Is it like fourteen points that they fourteen need and to a half to it? win, fourteen to retain? Yeah, so I reckon it's going to be fourteen. Fourteen? Does that maths work out? <laughs> Well, 14, what, is the, what, is the, what is the maximum points to yeah. win? Like, yeah, I think it's fourteen and a half. So yeah, it's a, so it'd be a tie. Yeah, but I the think, US would retain. Yeah, I US think it's gonna. Be, I think it's gonna be that. That's why I think it's gonna be. Wow, because I, I, I genuinely. Yeah. Oh my god! I was looking at the look, fence. Oh my god! Let me pull a Whoa. fence in here. No, 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 Splinters in your no, ass. Because I do think that. I, I I do think that the US are gonna win it, but I think it's gonna be very tight, and I think it's well, gonna come down to no, 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 no. If if. If you think the US are going to win it, yeah, that's no, you, that's s- you say the USA are going to win, give us a points total. If right. you're saying they're going to retain, it's just a draw. Okay, 14 and a half, 13 and a half. <laughs> it does that math side up. Yeah, that's right. Fine. Okay, there you go. David, take oh, us home. <laughs> I'm going to sound so bleak by no, comparison now like because I, I hate to admit it, but I think America are still. Still, definitely favourites for this. Yeah. Definitely, because I was having a look on Paddy Power. Yeah. I was having a look on Paddy Power, <laughs> right, and it was okay. it was uh, one point nine for um, for USA, two point two for uh, for Europe. Other right. bookmakers so f- are yeah, yeah. For, for, people don't, for people who don't speak Paddy Power. So well, I, I, I had a look at Sky as well, and I had a look at I had a look <laughs> at them all. So you looked around. Are you basically saying that the US favourites on US are are just favourites? Yeah. yeah, but it's I don't think it's going to change much now. Do you know, do you know, do you want me to do you want me to hit you with some knowledge? What's that? The US are always favourites because world ranking points wise and you know performances in majors, they're always the favourites because like. On paper, they have usually the strongest team. But you know what? You can take that paper, yeah. you can screw it up, chuck it into a bin, set that bin on fire, and kick it into the Tiber. Because wow. the Ryder Cup throws that stuff yeah. out the window. No, I agree. I agree. That's I the, agree. Route, that, sorry, just that's the route that goes through Rome, right? Is the Tiber, isn't it? They just make it. Yeah. Up. Yeah. Okay. Are you guys Probably. are you guys excited to go? Are you are you excited have we, have to we, go? Have we told people going? Yes, but yeah. I don't think um yes we have. No we have because we spoke about yeah. it and yeah. yeah so me and uh, me and David are going over to the Ride Cup where we're gonna be there with BMW, but I think our I think our filming commitments I think they're relatively light. Do you reckon you're gonna get any like inside the ropes sort of thing? Or close enough that they can sit on me. Yeah, maybe no, like you could be a scoreboard I think, person. I think David, after he's had a few Aperol spritz, will probably be vaulting those this ropes. This is what anyway. I'm talking about. When you go to Italy, you get a bit. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, I'll bring my costume. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think I can <laughs> my banana man costume. Yeah. Green I, man. I can, <laughs> yeah. I can imagine just standing there, and just having, reference. having a couple of drinks, and I'm like, oh, "What do you think of that, David?" Look around; he's just gone. Yeah. And I could just see like this shape stalking through the long grass. <laughs> So just getting closer to Rose. Like, <laughs> Rose like, oh no, he's going, he's going for the hog. He just pulls him into the long grass. <laughs> never to, never to be seen. Why, why am I attacking European <laughs> players? I don't know. Pulling him for a close for Cam Young. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, and I, I'm really, really. You have to inform us about uh, like the the route of like the outside of Marcus Emilia because when we went, it was uh, it, we. 
It was, it was wild. So when me and Kieran went earlier this year, that I think there is a genuine concern about like what the, the infrastructure the infrastructure is <laughs> going to be like because the course is it's a little bit out there as far as like being it's about four. If you were to drive on a normal road, it's probably about twenty five minutes to half an hour outside yeah. of Rome. If you've ever driven in Italy and if you've ever driven around Rome, you will understand there is no such thing as a normal road. Nope. And it probably takes about an hour to get mm. there out of Rome. Then when you get there, like the infrastructure around it, they were building a new road when we left, but it didn't seem like they were in much of a rush. Yeah. <laughs> so it wasn't there wasn't much work going on. There no. wasn't much people so there. Well that's actually gonna be it, it just it just felt a little bit Unorganized, not 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 unorganized. Obviously, we don't know what's going on behind the scenes, but it didn't seem like anything was happening at the scale that it probably needed to. Right, okay. To host a rush to host the biggest event. I mean, I'm pretty sure this is uh, the Ryder Cup is the biggest event in golf as far as viewership and Mm. everything. So it just felt a little bit, I don't know, not quite there. Mm. And I, I don't know where I got this from, but I'm pretty sure it was Greta that told us that. They're staying in the Vatican. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Um, you need think to. That's right. No, I'm. I'm almost what the players saying, are. Yeah, they, I'm sure she said that. Greta <laughs> definitely said up with it. The Pope. Yeah, I, d- I don't think that's right. I said no. Well, they, no. Were, they were all staying somewhere, and it was like because she was like, "Oh, I don't know how the players are gonna gonna get there every day because they're right in the center of Rome." That's what that's what she said. I mean, the center of Rome and the did Vatican are kind of. So did she say Vatican? Yeah. Or did she just she say did, the center no, of Rome. No, she did say she did say Vatican. I thought this is what I mean. So this is I, I know they're staying. Was well, it a German know, accent? But, just but I know that they're in. They're in there. They're not like they're on the outskirts. Yeah. So like Vatican City, which sits at the center of Rome, is its own little principality. Hmm. But it's just stuffed full of chapels, churches, and the Pope's. Like bathrooms, like I don't really yeah. know. No, I I don't know where I got Obviously that from. There is, but there I, is more to it than that. If you're I'm sure, I'm sure you would have got it from somewhere. I got yeah. I, I'm, it's I not. It's sometimes. not like you I to say things without any backing. This is the European Ryder Cup too. There's a distinct lack of Irish bars in the Vatican. <laughs> like, how are they going to let the hair down? <laughs> <laughs> no, well, that's where you're wrong because they're installing one. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Just on the side of St. Peter's Basilica. That's what the Sistine like Chapel is going to be. Guinness pops. <laughs> the Sistine Chapel becomes an Irish bar. I know, a lovely... Um, you need to go to... I told you about that one, didn't I? About the um, our, um, Scholars Lounge. Yeah, I'm, I'm not... You need to I'm go I'm not there. 100% sure on your bar choices, though, Kieran. No, no, no. You've taken me in some bars that you really like, which are no, this unsafe. No, no, no. They're, they're actually quite... That one's a good one. It, it, that, that's up there if I was to recommend. That's a safe recommendation for me <laughs> no, I'm happy you won't one. find Seth's tracker in there yeah. <laughs> Seth's yeah. tracker with his top off dancing on the bar oh my god just picking everyone up for a fight <laughs> what a man and, uh. and in pure rough cut golf podcast fashion we talk about golf for 55 minutes and then just go into an absolute free for all at the end but I think we've probably come to the end of yeah we've gone just over an hour so I think we've done pretty well it's not too bad I um, mean we've we, as we say we've done our predictions but I would say as a final prediction it's going to be a hell of a week really yeah, I yeah. think we're going to we're going to see a lot of good golf we're going to be a lot of competitive golf and hopefully a European win yeah we'll get um, we'll get some more insights next week so we're going to be off to Wentworth where a lot of the 
I'm pretty sure it's kind of one of those weeks where most of the European Ryder Cup team will actually be playing. Mm -hmm. So we'll kind of get in and amongst it. We'll <laughs> we'll try and ask a few questions. We'll go find, and we'll go find Moronk on. as well. I'll, I'll go find Moronk at the end of the range, looking into space. Yeah, that's like who we were staring into the middle distance. Request for the pro am. Well, I want Moronk. Justice for Moronk. <laughs> We what's, um, <laughs> that's our next what's video, a, um, guys. Yeah, what's justice a, from a we rock. get justice from a rock. What's uh what's that called when it's like the same um same first letter of a word? Um alliteration. Alliteration, that's it. What could be a good alliteration for Moronk? Misery from a rock? Mm. Or do you want more positive? No, I want like positive, like a um yeah, like motivation for Moronk. Yeah, uh, maybe. Mm. We could go A. Yeah, or A, yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, uh, the attack of the Adrian. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's the like attack <laughs> of the Adrian. Yeah, it's like, has been too fitted the by The attack of the Adrian. <laughs> so that would be a hell of a story to bring from oh, Wentworth. Yeah. Do you think it'd be quite awkward? Imagine if they're in the same group. Because I think Luke Donald normally tees it up, doesn't he? He does, yeah. yeah. No, yeah, yeah, it, yeah. I, I, I'd like to think that there is some professionalism behind not yeah, getting selected. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's just going to be a case of being gutted. Yeah. yeah. And it, it's just, I, honestly, I don't know what, I don't understand quite why I'm so disappointed. I, 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 I can't you, quite put my finger on it. Very, you've been what? very vocal about it. Like, I've been no, very no, pro Moronk. You have, you have. They been. go, that's, that's why I just have my Moronk t shirts. <laughs> my Moronk. <laughs> Can you wear them when you go? Can we make you some Moronk t shirts? Oh my God, please. Yeah. My Moronk. Okay. I want um, to, yeah, I'm going to think of what you can have yeah. on the front and then like a thing on the back. <laughs> and then we'll, we'll get, we'll get, we'll get something going. My mate Moronk. <laughs> my mate Moronk. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Oh, the mighty Morong. Anyway, um, so yeah, we'll be there. We'll get the inside scoop. We'll try and find out as much as we can. And we'll also play in the Pro-Am. Uh, so if you are there, I don't... I think we might be in the afternoon wave Ooh. this time around. I don't oh, know for sure. Like the but weather's different than last time because that was not the yeah, way we to got, be Yeah, we got very lucky uh, last year. Um, so we'll we'll let everybody know. Um, I know I'm playing with Ione Steven. I think Mac Boucher as well. Uh, and Rory McIlroy. Oh, no. um, <laughs> imagine if it was Rory. <laughs> I mean, I, hopefully, it might be one of these guys. Imagine that. Well, do you uh, remember last year? Imagine Aberg. Well, that'd be amazing. Um, imagine. Be well, last year it was Luke. Well, it was we Luke, we yeah. had the Ryder Cup captain. We yeah. had yeah, the Ryder Cup. Like, you can't really get too big of a draw. I mean, I, I, I did try. We should have actually prefaced this whole thing by saying, "I'm not in the Ryder Cup team." <sighs> Despite Luke promising that he'd give me good consideration, yeah. To be fair, I think you're first alternate, though, aren't you? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna take my clubs. Yeah, <laughs> like tag me in. I'm ready. I'll be weighed by the first tee. First <laughs> alternate. Um, I think. I think our round at Marcus Murray probably discounted our contention. But probably just right. took us out of the hey, air. You, you had about. You had. I'd say fourteen. Good holes, good solid holes, and then just four not good holes. Well, three, three not good holes and one disastrous yeah. hole. So you're four down, but you can come back from that. Yeah, yeah, but the thing is, it was a disastrous hole, but it only takes one disastrous hole to make a catastrophe. Yeah. You know, not it's, in match play, though. You know, you can, in any walk of life, you can be doing that. Le leave us with a you know what for you know like for, twi for 25 years uh -huh. marcus was a perfect controller of the oil rig 
Yeah. But it only took one slip and the whole place blew up. You know, you're not wrong. You know, it, all, and all that, all that good work, yeah, out the window. Yeah, yeah. All and that is one mistake. And that is what happened to me on the fifteenth hole, Marcus Money. I blew up the oil rig, and <laughs> polluted the entire area with my terrible golf. If you want to continue to live your life, on you know what? Basis, I, just I don't blow up the oil rig, and I'm, you'll be fine. I've got to be honest. I was digging that much earth out of that hole. I think I struck oil. <laughs> like if you can get to the left hand side of the of the fifteenth hole of Marcus Modi and just go a little bit deeper, like you're gonna be a rich man. Thing is though, like you actually, uh, it wasn't. You didn't hit a bad drive. You just hit it too far. It's, you been, just, it's been the problem all my life. You did though, didn't you? But it was. It wasn't a bad drive. On another note, the next few weeks when we're playing some course logs, we need to line up some good opponents. I am smashing it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what the what the the driver or everything? Uh, everything. <laughs> all right. Honestly, I I, I played today at Dundonald with uh, some companies with Ozio. I am <laughs> ripping it. Really? Honestly, like there's a few drives today. It's kind of like a crew. Yeah. Where smashing that step back, I was like, bloody hell. It was <laughs> like that. that? From? <laughs> on, on the par five. Are you, are you listening to this, Luke? It this is what you're missing out this on. Is, this is from the cycle. It must be. What's it done? I don't know. Bigger calves or more hit turn. <laughs> He's pedaling with his hands. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, to be fair, my hands are still not great. They are still a bit sore. Um, but no, I kind of just got bigger bum. And also... Uh, the first few rounds of the bike ride inspired me to actually look at what I was doing in my swing because I was chopping it. Yeah, you were chopping but it. But my drive is flying so straight so far. That's it. Good. I, and I'm not... No, no I, 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 I feel I feel I've proven in the past that I can be quite critical of my own game. But my driver today was fire. Okay. <laughs> I don't think I missed the fairway. No? No. Really? Honestly, I was okay. absolutely ripping it. Well... Uh, yeah, there we go. As we end on that note, I mean, Luke, you've made a terrible decision and not picked Peter Finch. But could have been though. Hey, hey, well, you'll be there in case you know if you want to sub in. Yeah, my employer. Maybe if we have like a someone has my a chip was off. <laughs> someone has like a dodgy pasta the night before and has a bit of an icky tummy and have to pull out. Oh yeah, I could slip of a dodgy spaghetti. There we go. I know we tried Spag to end this podcast. I know we tried to end this podcast quite a lot of times, but I am going to ask one more question. What if someone did get food poisoning? Like one of the team members, what happened then? No, well, I think what would happen is if someone like got injured, say, injured uh, the, comes in. No, the opposite captain would like bench one of their players. Oh, so if like yeah, if Tommy, Fle- if Tommy, <laughs> Justin if, Thomas, if Tommy Flea would smash the bad lasagna, <laughs> or Aberg, strike me as lasagna man, or Aberg had like a E. coli laced bolognese. <laughs> Like Zach Zach Johnson would be like, okay, he moves I'm, away from his solely meatballs diet, and he just he just can't deal with it. I'm gonna sit. I'm gonna sit whoever out. Yeah, right. right. That's that's cool. I wonder if that's ever happened. I I, I think I'm, I'm it came to my mind straight away, so I'm pretty sure that's that's what was interesting. Um, yeah, that's that's cool. I thought maybe like maybe one of the vice captains come in. Yeah, Nicholas Kelsot pulls his mask off. It's Adrian Moronk and he's there. No, absolutely not. Like if if that was happening, obviously Francesco would come in. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. Johnny English came to mind straight away. Then when it was like the mask man, you know, no. it was like Jesus is coming. Look, Look busy. busy. 
<laughs> do you or do you not? I, I don't think Morong's got that tattooed no. across his ass. <laughs> maybe, maybe that could be the thing. Like it could just be Morong colon Jesus question mark. <laughs> And then on the back of the T-shirt, we could have like Morong's face, just like long, like Tommy Fleetwood's hair. <laughs> David, you could do that on Photoshop. Yeah, right? great, yeah. A- AI is pretty good these days. No, we'll come up. I think we'd come up with some good T-shirts. Okay. Some we'll just selling Morong. them at the front door of the Wentworth. <laughs> Morong for Jesus? Question mark. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, <laughs> anyway, so I just want to say, obviously. A massive thank you for listening. Yeah. And a massive thank you for watching. If you are of the, you know, eyed <laughs> type on YouTube. Nerves um, that watch. If you haven't subscribed already to the YouTube channel, make sure you do. And if you haven't added us to your absolute favourites on your favourite podcast provider, then frankly, shame on you by now. So, you know, make sure you do it straight away. I just want to say a big thank you to uh, the guys for joining us. Um, and a big thank you for Dundonald for hosting us for this week. It's going to be an epic journey into content. We've got a lot to get done. And we're going to absolutely smash it because the weather is perfect. And are we? have we decided we're sticking around till Sunday? I'm I'm free to, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm free to. You sound I'm, very I, convinced. I haven't, the, I haven't been in the flat for two months, so what's another week? You know what I mean? Uh, that's literally. It's only going to be another well, couple yeah, of days. Know what you mean, but like, yeah. We're going to be down in London next week anyway, yeah, so it's only going to be a couple of days. That's right. yeah. That might not take care. Is there a to go to flat? Is there a chance we might play <laughs> Shiskin? Yeah, well, the, this is what I'm thinking. Okay. It'd be nice if we had our own clubs, wouldn't it? God, right. okay. Oh, wow, okay. <laughs> oh, thank you very much, everybody, for uh, listening. No, no, no. I think I want to explore this a little bit more. Wow. Unbelievable. <laughs> Jesus. Um, yeah, so it might go to Aaron. Yeah, yeah. love the sound that, of that. That would be very cool. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll just have to have a look at fairies and see if we can get over that, but that'd be cool. Uh, okay, so uh, that was cool, and see you soon. Came out like, Sue. Sue. Right, okay. See you in a bit. See ya. Hi, this is Bachelor Clues from Game of Roses, of course, and I want to talk about Club Med. Everybody knows Club Med has been the pioneer of the all-inclusive resort since 1950 with almost 70 resorts worldwide, ranging from beachside destinations in the Caribbean and Mexico to exotic locations like the Maldives and Morocco, or even the mountain destinations like Japan and the European Alps. Dine on delicious gourmet cuisine, enjoy more than 20 activities, and make memories with your family. For more information, visit clubmed.us or call 1-800-CLUB-MED or your travel advisor.